This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ladies and gents, welcome to All Things Covered with Patrick Peterson and Bryant McFadden. First and foremost, if you're watching us on YouTube, like and subscribe and comment in the comment section. Skoll in the chat so we can go back and forth with you guys because we love fan participation. If you're listening to us, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about all the good news that we love to share in regards to football, in regards to life, in regards to being successful. That's what we do. Now, this episode, there's a lot to be happy about. There's a lot of success to share with you guys. We will recap the regular season fin- uh, final finale, I'm sorry, the regular season finale with the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. Big time game for the Vikings, a way to, great way to end the season, getting ready for playoff football. Outside of that, guys, if you guys haven't really been paying attention, our guy, Pat P, he has been balling. I will speak for him in this case. He does not need to say anything. His play does all the talking. He missed the opportunity. You know what? Let me clarify this. He didn't miss the opportunity. He kind of got shammed in regards to the Pro Bowl, the voting, first team, second team. Pat P did not even, he didn't make an alternate list, right? But in regards to the All-Pro, he got a legit case, a legit case. And we will talk about his case along with other big-time news coming from Pat P. And then finally, it's the playoff time. This is the new season. Mm -hmm. This is where dreams are fulfilled. Legends are born in playoff football. My guy is already a legend, but he will create a new legendary resume starting this weekend against the Giants. We will tap into that preview. So make sure you stay put and stay tuned. Let's go. Y'all know what time it is. Anytime we kick off our show, we got to do a skull check-in for all of the faithful skull fans. And if you're not a skull fan, this one's for you as well. Recap, Bears recap, Vikings win 29-13. My prediction last week, I made my prediction under the assumption that Justin Fields, Justin, Justin Fields will play or play at least a little bit. He didn't. My prediction was 23-18. to 18. Clearly a big time 
there's a difference in having fields and not having fields for Chicago. The Vikings took care of their business, 29 to 13. Easy ball game. Kirk Cousins didn't play the whole ball game. A lot of the big-time starters didn't play. But, Pat P., how did it feel to end the season on a convincing note, lock up the number three seed, and finish with 13 wins? Man, it felt great. You know, we all know that, you know, that 18-week long season is all makeup for the season we're about to go into right now, just trying to, you know, build confidence, build on momentum, um, sharpen up on skills, situational football to where we can be at our best um, when it's required in the playoffs. You know, so we, we, we've been battle tested all year. You know, we won close games. You know, we lost some tough games. Um, I just feel like we're, we're just primed, you know, for, for the position that we are in right now. But now it's time for us to go out and execute and be um, a, much, a much more efficient football team coming out of the gates versus having to try to find a way to climb ourselves back into games. No question. And that was a good way to get ready for the playoffs. You know, take yep. care of business in a convincing way. Uh, huge win. Huge win because – even though it was the last game of the season, you know, Chicago didn't have anything to play for. You took care of your business against a team you were supposed to take care of your business against. For you, my friend, mm -hmm. the football found you again. Wilson continues to find you. Was that one of the easiest picks you've ever had in your career? And tell us exactly what happened during that play. Yeah, definitely. It's up there. You know, it's up there for by far one of the easiest picks that I've gotten one of the easiest 34, one of the easiest 34 uh, picks that I already have, uh, you know, in the bag. Mm -hmm. uh, but what I was expecting, you know, all well, later on in the year, teams started trying to double move me a little bit more uh, to try to get me to stop and start my feet. Because um, kind of understanding, you know, my film study, my preparation is, is going to be up to park. So I'm, nine times out of 10, I'm going to recognize your receiver initial route you know so um that's just things that I have to look forward to going into you know this postseason but on that route I think they was in 12 personnel if I'm not mistaken meaning two tight ends two one tight ends two wide receiver yep uh and two receivers um and with Chase being a bigger body receiver I know he likes to run more like possession routes he's not going to be the guy that just you know pick him up and put him down and try to run past you um, and the split that he gave me, um, I was thinking more, much more of the the deep hang route, which is like mm -hmm. a, a deep 18-yard stop, which that's what he ran. But the way he he kind of stemmed me and pushed me off, I was on top of him. It kind of he kind of pushed me into into the into the ball coming into me. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was almost like a punt. You know, I had an opportunity to just catch it right before it got into the sun, um, and you know grasp it and you know getting into my possession run down the sideline and speaking of running down the sideline I got on my blockings my blockers I told them they did such a horrible job blocking and trying to escort me to the end zone they go they then they then they then they getting on me talking about I have all this space first of all I have a ton you of touchdowns. The sideline yeah I have a ton of touchdowns in my career so I know how to find the end zone I just need y'all to do a better job blocking and don't let the guy block you back into me. You know what the sideline is. You're supposed to block your guy back into the field so I can have as much space as possible to operate with to get to the end zone. But need needless to say, um, 
you know, we always have a great celebration lined up. Um, we hit yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take us through that, the zombie celebration. How did that come about? Exactly what you guys are trying to showcase. Yeah, EK came up with that celebration. I couldn't tell you where it came from. Um, he said he always wanted to hit that celebration for God knows how long. So we had that one in the bag for about two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, and we got we 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 were supposed to hit our second one with Duke, but um since it was his uh ex team, you know, he had to go, you know, celebrate, you know, at the logo. So that was um that was all <laughs> understandable for that one. And um, so yeah, man, we we we're gonna have some more fun with it, you know, going going forward throughout the postseason. And um you gotta stay tuned and see what we got planned next. And 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 talking about postseason, I want to hit on that, but real quick before we talk about postseason celebrations. And I would love to get the fans, you know, for our watchers on YouTube that are checking us out. Thank we thank you for our listeners, you know, checking us out on podcasts, uh, wherever you can find your podcast. We appreciate you giving us your ear as well. Uh you guys have done a lot of celebrations. A lot. What is your favorite? team celebration throughout the regular season this year, Pat P. And you give us your celebration in our comments. I want to see what the fans would say as well. I want to hear what their favorite celebrations has been. And I know what my favorite celebration is, but let me hear yours. Um, There's been a lot. I mean, you got five years yeah. alone. There's been a lot of turnovers you guys have created. There's been a lot. But what, when you think about all the celebrations <laughs> y'all done, which, which one sticks out to you? <laughs> It's a couple of them, man. It's a bunch of them that stick out to me because all of them were, you know, all of them kind of meant something. You know what I mean? So, um, one, my my number one one will be uh, the goal. I really like the goal. Uh, okay. That, that's the one you, against the Giants, right? Yeah. I thought that was dope. Yeah. Okay. That one, um, I like the Call of Duty. Oh <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty was dope. That call that call of duty was dope. Uh and my third one. Oh, the bowling pin in Washington. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Because then you gotta check it out how because we got a picture of it in our in, in the facility of everybody's down. And you remember how Jordan was like wobbling? Mm-hmm. And it's a fire picture of Harry just posing all of us on the ground and just uh I'm gonna have to take a picture of it tomorrow. And you just see Jordan. Just wobbling like his body's like leaning over, just about to fall. So that was a dope picture. So that those are my top three, the, the, my most you know memorable ones. For me, that Miami Dolphin when you got the pick, <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to hit the gritty, which was a bad gritty, by the way. But your tip, <laughs> you gave hundred percent effort. Your effort was on one hundred. The effort. Hey, I don't so necessarily. Had, I, did, I didn't necessarily think that was a gritty. What was it? It looked like you was in a wheelchair or trying to roll out. What were you doing? Yeah, you I wasn't necessarily to... trying to hit the gritty. I was just like two stepping. It was almost like a, almost like an icky shuffle. No, that was no icky shuffle. It was like the P two <laughs> shuffle. No, that wasn't. That was no icky shuffle. That was not no. the gritty. I was not attempting to hit the gritty. If if that looked like the gritty, I'm sorry. It looked I'm like a bad attempting to hit the gritty because I don't I don't even know how to do it. I'm not I don't even feel comfortable doing it. I was just skipping my hip. My, my you was just, yeah, you, you were skipping. You were skipping. I was skipping, skipping my heels, man. The reason why that was my that's probably my favorite one is because you were doing what you was doing. You had ten <laughs> other guys doing what they were doing, so everybody was doing their own individual <laughs> celebration. And then you had Cam come in there with the hit the waddle 
Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, he had the doing the uh, flipper. Did the flipper? Yeah, you had so you had you had you had the waddle action, you yeah. had the flipper action. Yeah, you know man. what I mean. That right there was funny. So so hey, for our listeners and our and our watchers on YouTube, let us know what has been what what is your favorite defensive celebration. It's been a lot. So let us know which one you like the most. Before we transition uh, in, into the next part of our show, do you have any hints for us in regards to what we can see, what we will see this weekend against the Giants? Um, it has to do with a childhood game. A childhood game. Yep. Kids used to play this. On Nintendo? On what device? No, no, it's not. It's not even. A, it's not even on a, a console. It's. Uh, it's a. It's an actual game. It's like a. Yeah. yeah, it's like something that you see in a schoolyard. Dodgeball. No, you have to wait and see. I just want to give a guess. I just want. To, I want to get people to start guessing. I say yeah. dodgeball. Or uh, what we used to play in the schoolyard. Hide and go seek. Hide and go seek. Is it going to be good? That's the question I want to know. Yeah. It's always going to be good. All right. Hey, listeners, our viewers, let us know what you think. A schoolyard game that we, we all of us probably played at some point in time is what the no, is. We sure. all haven't played it. It's more, it's more, it's more of a girl thing. Pity Pat? You have to wait and see. I don't know too many girl games on the schoolyard. You really got me going now. I can't wait yeah. to see this one. And also, yeah, too, I will advise you to do this so you can share with your teammates. What? Don't just have one prepared. Come on, man. You need to have multiple. Come on, man. Okay. I, I, Come on, man. All right. I fall back. <laughs> I, I fall back. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. All right. We locked hey. loaded, Jack. We locked and loaded. Yeah. Is it is it going to be a whiteout game or or you just back to your traditionals? Ooh, guess what? What you got? You're gonna have to wait and see. Well, a whole <laughs> lot of wait and see. If they haven't announced it, you're gonna have to wait and see, baby. You right? All right. Well, we're gonna wait and see. We're gonna patiently wait and see. You gave us a hint in regards to what you guys will show. Of course, there will be multiple turnovers created by the Minnesota Vikings. My guy will get us another playoff turnover. And go, you know what? You missed Daniel Jones the last time on a sack. Yeah. Bring him home this time. Yeah, man. And you know what? He's pro. He's he. It's time for him to, to, to fumble the ball in the pocket. It's about hey, time. He's overdue for one of them. Don't be surprised you find your boy in the paint this week. I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for that. I, I've been waiting for that, man. I need to see. The last time I saw you in the end zone, rocking number seven, was in L L LSU. No, you saw it last year. Oh, yeah, I, I did. I forgot. I forgot. Against the Bears. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. I did. That's how you correct me, man. Teamwork makes the dream work. You're right. All right. Hey, but don't be surprised you see your boy in the paint with Wilson in my hand this week, my guy. Mm. Y'all heard him? He's out there. Y'all heard him. What a, what, a, what a player celebration. Playoff football. Boy, it's nothing like it. This right here, this is my opinion, and we're going to transition, right? The first round in championship weekend is the best weekend in the NFL. 
the best weekends in the NFL. I know opening day is huge. I know it is, right? Because we've been waiting for football. We've been wanting football. So opening day is huge. But in regards to first-round action, right, when you got Saturday football, Sunday football, and now Monday football, and then when you transition to only having four teams left, championship weekend to, to determine who goes to the, to the ship, this is a great weekend, man. I can't wait. Man. I hope y'all fired up, man. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Hey, we got to take care of a few bills, but when we come back, it's time to talk about some real news. No fun and games, real news. Players that are deserving of getting a just do, we will talk about that. And we're going to talk about one player, not players, our very own Pat P, in this case, for an all-pro team. Stay tuned. Let's get it. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Man, we're back from, from taking care of a few bills. Of course, got to keep the lights on and the heat on. It's cold outside, but now it's time to get right back to business. Listen. I will do the talking for my guy. So it's up to me to make my case for Pat P to make an all-pro team. He got snubbed weeks ago when the Pro Bowl voting came out, when it was released, didn't even make an alternate team. How's that even possible? How? That, how? He didn't even make an alternate team. Like, this man has been balling. And I think because of his age, people feel like, well, he's done it already he's done this man number one pat p is in his early 30s 32 <laughs> right pat yes sir 32 i understand in football years i want to say that's old especially there if there's been a decrease in production but heck tom brady is 45 and still playing good football even though you say he's been struggling offensively he's still top four in the league in total pass yards right now pat p's 32 plays some of his best football didn't make an alternate list is disrespectful. But guess what? The all-pro list is coming up. We have four corners that will be selected on the all-pro team in regards to the first team and the second team. So two for each team. I think it's safe to say we all would agree. Rookie phenom Sauce Gardner will make first team. Led the NFL and PBUs as a rookie. 20 played and with a defense that has really been stout, consistent, even though we saw some letdowns towards, towards the latter part of the season, in totality, the Jets' defense pretty much carried their team. Outside of Sauce, I think you can make a case for Jair Alexander, a defense that definitely turned the corner. You know, after, after the midway point, five interceptions, 14, uh, I'm sorry, 14 PBUs, five interceptions. Those are the two guys that probably will make first team, right? Sauce definitely is making first team. I think it's safe to say. Now, in regards to the second team, that's where Pat P is. That's where his name is. The conversation in regards to second team all-pro corners has to involve our very own Pat P. Now, I hear you guys talking to yourself, thinking to yourself, well, B-Mac, you're biased. That's your family. That's your cousin. No, I keep it real. Last year, Pat P didn't have an all-pro team. None of us talked about that. This year, he has an all, he's having an all-pro year. 
You know why? I have numbers. Jay-Z said it best. Men lie, women lie, but numbers, they never lie. Get this. I will take my time in reading these proven numbers for you guys to understand why I'm making the case for Pat Pete. Final regular season stats for Patrick Peterson. Overall cornerback great. And this is coming from PFF, by the way. And we know PFF and Pat P, they bump heads a little bit. And Pat P, I would like to hear your thoughts about this as well. But let me read these numbers off. Let me read these numbers off. First and foremost, before we move, before you say it, one word. Before you say one <laughs> okay. word. I ain't saying overall, that. Overall cornerback great. You finished sixth in the National Football League. All right. Overall and totality, everything, the overall body of work, you finished sixth. Coverage grade, you finished fourth. You had an 82.1 coverage grade rating. Real good. Remember, the higher you get, the better it is. 82.1, you finished fourth. Only three guys had a better grade than you. Interceptions for cornerbacks, you finished second. Only one guy had more, more picks than you. PBUs, you had 15th. You finish sixth. Now, here's where it gets real dicey. <laughs> coverage snaps per reception in man coverage. Pat P finished first. 36.7 rating. So this basically, let me break this down for all you listeners and viewers checking us out. This means Pat only allowed one reception for every 39, 37 snaps in man coverage. So for every 37 snaps in man, he only gave up one reception. Get this. The second closest cornerback had a rating of 17.9. So basically, the lower the rating, that's not what you want. You want to be higher. So the second closest player, who was Sauce Gardner, by the way, who we all would agree is the number one guy. He's going to make first team all pro. He was the second closest cornerback to Pat P in regards to Receptions given up in man coverage. Sauce Gardner allowed one reception for every 17 snaps in man coverage. Think about this. So what we will do, let's go back to the last time Pat P made the All-Pro team as a corner. 2015. 2015, he allowed one reception for every 20 snaps in man coverage. His rating at that time was 20.5. So he allowed one reception for every, for every 20 snaps in man He's allowing one reception for every 30, almost double, basically double. Then when you transition to the rating in zone coverage, he's a do-it-all corner, by the way. He's second with a rating of 51.5. There's only one corner that has a better rating in zone coverage than Pat P. Go back to his all-pro year in 2015. Zone coverage, rating of 47.1. He finished third. In coverage snaps, Pat P, overall coverage snaps, he's third in the National Football League. In 695 coverage snaps, he graded out the third best corner in the National Football League. So, Pat P, in, in regards to zone coverage, James Bradbury is the only corner that has a better zone coverage rating than you. Pat P, when you hear these numbers, what, what comes to mind? Man, first of all, like I talked about, like we talked about in the beginning of the season, I know what it takes to be at the top. I've been there before, you know, so this ain't new to me, you know, now, you know, having an opportunity to really let it flourish, you know, it's just, you know, it just goes to show the body of work that I put in 
every single offseason, despite my age. I only had nothing about my age no more, you know, to where, like, I grind and put so much into the game to where, you know, now is, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You know, yeah, like you said, last year was not, it was not my best year um, in a lot of ways, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know what, you know, what was it, you know, that, 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 you know, why I couldn't, you know, be at my best, but um, that was my main goal coming into this season to, you know, be P2, you know, be, I can remember texting my boy Gerard, telling him how I was going to be the P2 back of, back in 2015. And look, 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 hey, look what happened. <laughs> you know, Man, you got similar numbers. Exactly. You know, so similar numbers. my whole mindset, my whole focus going through the offseason, training by myself, literally by myself this offseason. I wasn't with anyone this offseason, you know, so just going through that, visualizing everything that was going to happen this year and it's happening. It's just a, it's just a blessing, man. I thank God, man. you know, cause God did, man. I just thank God for giving me the ability to be, you know, effective, dominant at this age, you know, and at this point of my career. Listen, these numbers are impressive. Man coverage, 36.7 first. You're only allowing one reception and 36 snaps. And the second closest corner is Sauce Gardner, and he has a grade of 17.9. Yeah. That, that right there is alone. That's basically, we don't need to talk about everything else. We can, but just that alone just tells you how dominant you've been in man coverage. But break it down for us. Break down the success in man coverage and in zone coverage. And they say you have five picks in zone coverage, but correct me if I'm wrong. That pick against Josh Allen on that skinny post on uh, 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 Gabriel, was that man or was that zone? Yeah, we was in quarters on that one. Quarters. But quarters, but people got to understand yeah. too, though. Yeah, it's basically zone, man once they get basically past man. <laughs> Yeah, that's why most teams run a post which they can, which they call a quarters, a quarters beater. beater. Yeah, because they know that corner is basically solo, solo dolo. He's by himself, especially number two leaves. That safety is gone. So that's why a lot of teams in the red zone, they love to run double posts hey, or scissors. But what's the number one rule for a corner and, uh, and uh, number one rule for corners and quarters coverage? Protect Maybe. the what? You better stay inside. And protect the what? End zone. The eight and the nine. <laughs> stay in, stay in, because that safety might leave you. Exactly. Because if I get a double post, if that number two gives me a double post, if I'm your quarter safety, I'm gone. Now you by yourself. Right. And you know what? If when they, when one person leaves, the other one's coming right behind them. No doubt about it. That double post, quarters beater. So yeah. So break down the success that you've had this season in man coverage and zone coverage. And I'll tell you what I've watched and learned from you this season without giving too much because you still have a lot of football left to be played. But let, let, let me hear your, you know, your definition in regards to the success in man coverage. Well, just explain it to us, your success in man coverage and zone coverage. I mean, for the most part, um, you know, I've been a professional locksmith for my entire life. I'm not even talking about in the NFL since college, since high school, since Little League, since park ball, since, since street football, you know, so covering a guy just solely covering a guy that's super easy for me like 
I can do that closing my eyes, you know. So, you know, that's that's just something that, you know, I take, you know, a lot of pride in because that was always one of my responsibilities growing up. You know, whoever the best receiver was at the time, Patrick Johnson, go get him. When I got to LSU, P2, Patrick Peterson, go get him. You know what I mean? So that part of the game is always going to be easy to me. And now playing, you know, at this point in my career, the game has slowed down tremendously at the line of scrimmage. You know, so it's not much that guys can do um, to me, you know, at the line of scrimmage to get me off my game and with me understanding angles, how to cut them off for certain points. Um, I think uh, I play uh, that, 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 that helps me out a lot in my game. And as far as zone coverage, just having the ability to understand where they can hurt me, you know, understand where my weaknesses is in my, uh, when I am playing off and not being fast. Like I really, when I'm watching tape, I'm really playing, you know, really slow, you know, to dissect the route, dissect the three-step, you know, understanding splits, you know, things like that. So now being able to have that in my game, now the world and just people are just seeing like, yeah, I was really good at man-to-man corner, uh, at, you know, locking somebody down, but I'm an all-around corner. I can do it all. I'm just not no one scenario guy no one-sided guy I can be hell if you if I needed to I can play nickelback you know what I mean that's just the type of player um you know that I am and just seeing it all come into what to fruition and being in a fully zoned defense to a base fully zoned defense um it's just helping me um be that much better reacting on the football what I've seen from you Pat P your game has involved evolved into an area where we've never seen you go. Because for such a long time, you've been an in-your-face corner. Right. Locking, loaded, bump and run, my guy. You go wherever you go. I'm following you. I'm in your hip pocket. But when you play so much bump and run and you become great in doing so, you don't necessarily got to read everything else. Right. What I see from you this year, especially, because you play a lot of off coverage, you have mastered the ability to put yourself in position to win before the ball is in play. 100%. What I mean when I say that, <laughs> listeners and viewers, is that the entire formation tells you a lot about what you can get from your wide receiver. Yep. You hear, you hear it all the time just from the splits alone, right? But when you, when you find out exactly what is happening around you, you know exactly what you're going to get from the guy who you're covering based on motion, based on uh, 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 the, the quarterback drops. You talked about three-step read, four-step read. You've done a phenomenal job understanding what you're going to get before the ball is in play. Secondly, you always square and patient in your pedal. You talked about being patient in your pedal, but square, that's another thing. Because when you're square, you have the ability to break on every route that happens in front of you, as we call an intermediate route. Right. When you square, you're coming downhill, you have a lot of force, you're using all your speed and quickness to be able to be that one step closer to the pass catcher. And, and secondly, when you get in a flow, one thing I know about Pat P, if Pat <laughs> P get his hands on a football in the first quarter. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day. <laughs> <laughs> so if he touched the football in the first quarter, or if he comes up with a nice tackle, something good, a great third down stop yeah. in the first quarter. Uh-oh. Hey, it's crazy too, man. People think I'd be joking. I hope they I hope Minnesota got this as well. 
when I got my P, when they called me for the PI, which I thought was a horrible call. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I may I hey Mac, I I became a master of this drill, this technique. I just take the charge. It's exactly what I did right here. He said the ref told me he thought I grabbed him. I said, we don't need to be in the th- in the thinking game, man. No question. Not right I now. Need to, I need to see what's going on with your eyes. But anywho, um, damn, made me lose my train of thought. What the hell I was about to say. Oh, shucks. You say you master taking charge. Early in the game, uh, they hit you with a PI. Say something for that. Master taking the charge. Uh, you was about to tell me, based on what I was saying, you, you said it's funny. You hope Minnesota had got this recorded. Oh, yeah. After I got my pick, I mean, after I got my um, the PI, my uh, my, my uh, illegal contact, or whatever the ref called on me, I came to the sideline because I was frustrated. On third down, I went in um, quick jam, Henry, um, the receiver. Got him a nice old quick jam, right? So I come over to the mm-hmm. sideline. I said, watch what I say. Coach, I don't know how, how much longer I'm going to play in this game, but I'm about to get me a pick today. So now, at, from that moment, I, ha- I had it on my mind because I should have had a pick in that same drive before when he tried me in the cover two. He just threw it right over my head, mm-hmm. right over my fingertips. And I said, oh, yeah, the good Lord is with your boy today. If I'm in here, before, if he give another opportunity before halftime, I'm going to get me a pick. And guess what happened? You got it. Man, God is good, man. You got it. Hey, <laughs> we were we, we were ready to see that on Display Sunday. And yes, we'll, sir. And with that being said, we're going to take care of a few break, uh, to, uh, take care of a few bills, my bad. When we come back, let's tap into the Giants playoff preview. But before we go, you guys heard, listen, let's go ahead and spark this buzz around town. What buzz? All protein. Pat P got to be on somebody's all protein this year. That just I just gave you the numbers. Women lie, men lie. Numbers do not lie. They will never lie. Never lie. Numbers that are earned. We ain't talking about numbers that are just given out. Numbers that are earned. This man earned these numbers. I just gave you down the regular season stats. One of the best to do it. And counting in the National Football League, Pat P. We got to get him on one of these all-pro teams. Stay tuned. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, playoff time, first round action, Minnesota at home at the crib, taking on the New York Giants. Last time you played a playoff game, Pat P, was January 24th, 2016, seven years ago. You were 25. What makes postseason football so special, and how how happy are you to be back involved? Man, I'm very, very ecstatic to be back into, you know, the postseason. Um Man, it's nothing like the postseason. That's what you play football for, to get into the postseason and have an opportunity to win a childhood dream. You know, if you're a football player, you know, you always dreamed of winning a Super Bowl, you know. So to have an opportunity to to chase that dream is it's nothing like it, you know. So um, and the last time I was there, like you said, in 2015, um, we lost the NFC championship. It was a, such a heartbreaking loss. We didn't have our best performance at all in any phase um, in that game. And 
That was a very, very dangerous and hot Carolina Panthers team. We caught those guys at the wrong time. Um, and they uh, they went on to the Super Bowl to lose to uh, Denver Broncos that year. Yep. So um, the environment, I'm expecting the environment to be electrified, electrifying um, in the bank Sunday um, at 3.30. Um, but, man, them lights about to be bright, man, very, very bright. And just like I tell the guys, you know, ever since after the game, like, you know, this time of the season, we can't have any, you know, goof ups, any my bads. It's got to be 60 minutes of extreme focus and attention to detail um, to, our, to our assignment to uh, to be able to try to come out on top of that ball game. What changes in playoff football? The margin of error. Mm, no question. So the margin of error is very, very small. Um, and playoff football because, like I just said, is is no is no room to be like, oh, my, my bad. We'll get that the next drive. Every snap, every every yard, every second matters, you mm-hmm. know. And, and 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 you have to be, you know, on your p's and q's at all times. You can't come into the ball game half stepping because if you do, you'll find yourself home in three and a half hours. You know no question. I mean? so nope. You have nope. to be able and willing to give it your all for 60 minutes for that week and be able to, you know, find a way to get a dub, regroup and do it again. <laughs> you know, so you have to be, you got to put your mind, you have to have a mindset of a four week football. Mm-hmm. If you have a mindset, before or nope. yeah, if you have that, that mindset of four week football, um, nothing can stop you. What's the mindset facing a team you just beat in dramatic fashion a few weeks ago? In the same uh, place, by the way. Yeah. Um, I know we know that those guys will think that we got away with one. Um, obviously hearing a couple, you know, words out of the um out of the Giants locker room, you know, those guys obviously expecting to come come in here with a uh, expecting a different outcome. Um, but when you when you have games like that, you have to expect these guys gonna, you know, play that much harder because they they feel like they let one uh, let one go, you know. So we can expect their best football, which we should because it's playoff football. You know, everything matters. You know, we can expect you know uh, you know um, a bunch of unscouted looks. You know, we can expect mm-hmm. best of the best of the play calling. You know, coming out um, Sunday uh, Sunday uh, evening. You know, so we have to. We have to be able to rely on our uh, on our skills, be able to rely on our technique to be able to get us through certain downs because there's going to be a bunch of looks that we haven't seen all year uh, from the New York Giants. But, you know, I don't have a you know a doubt in my mind that the guys will be ready and dialed up and ready to roll Sunday. What can you guys do defensively different against Daniel Jones, who threw for over 300 yards in the last meeting against you guys? Well, just continue finding a way to – you know, be close in coverage on the back end, you know, make those windows as cloudy as possible. Um, try to create uh, create movement for him in the, in, 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 in the pocket, mm-hmm. you know, try to limit him in the uh, with his legs, although he didn't run as much um, against us um, in the first meeting. But he is he's underrated. He got some underrated athletic ability, you know, so. He can um he has the ability, the escape ability, you know, to get away from pressure and things like that. But it all starts with uh Saquon. You know, if we, you know, you know, slow him down as best as we can, 
um, try to contain him as best as we can and, and try to force Daniel um, to beat us with his arm. And, you know, I think, you know, we'll put ourselves in a pretty good you know, position with our pass rushers and our, and our ability to take the ball away. Do you have any thoughts heading to basically round two between you and Isaiah Hodges? You know, you had a fun back and forth mm -hmm. going with him in week 16. What are your thoughts in this matchup, knowing that you will be seeing Mr. Hodges again? And, he, you know, <laughs> he has some things to say to you. Oh, man, we'll see how it goes, man. You know, I'm always looking for, you know, a great game. You know, I'm a competitive just like he is, you know. So um, I'm, I can definitely expect some chirping to happen because, like like we said, it's playoff football, you know. So it's when it go home, you you have to expect guys to bring out, you know, bring out their best football because they're trying – they're fighting for that same goal um, that, that you know, that we're fighting for, you know. So um, I expect him to bring his A game. Um, I'm damn sure going to bring my A game. And um, I can't wait to see – how the matchup is going to end this time. But I said early in the show, I plan on being in the paint with Mr. Wilson. You did. And with that being said, it's, it's B-Max prediction time. Yes, sir. Right now, Here we go. the line is set at three points. The Vikings are laying three points to the Giants. I already have the Vikings in the parlay, so I'm locked and loaded. Pat P will score a touchdown. So we only need 17 points. From the offense. So with that being said, Minnesota 24, Giants 20. 24-20, mm. Vikings win. Get ready for second round action in the playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And before we let you go, we definitely need to tap into what's going on around the league. And this is solely about Damara Hamlin. Over a week ago... Um, you know, tragic event happened in a Monday night game against uh, Cincinnati Buffalo traveling to Cincinnati played against the Bengals. The game was clearly uh, canceled because of the injury sustained uh, to DeMar Hamlin, uh, had to be administered CPR. Uh, he was basically in ICU uh, throughout the week, uh, leaning, breathing through a breathing tube. Uh, but Towards the end of last week, we started to hear positive things in regards to his improvement health-wise, and eventually they removed the breathing tube. Uh, most recent news this past Monday, uh, January 9th, he was released from Cincinnati, uh, was able to travel to Buffalo. where He's in the hospital in Buffalo, but he's doing wonderful. If you guys didn't get a chance to hear, he had an opportunity to watch Buffalo take on the New England Patriots. The first kickoff went back to the house in dramatic fashion, no surprise, in honor of DeMar Hamlin. But Pat P, it seems to be his road to recovery is in process. He's going in the right direction. Man, what, are, what, were, what were your thoughts? Of course, you know, getting ready for a ball game yourself, but then, but then still hearing some of the positive things going on in regards to his recovery. Uh, you know, how did that impact you and the rest of you guys hearing what was going on with DeMar? Man, once again, God is good, man, for him to be able to be with Lamar in that troubling time, to be able to shed light, you know, on him. 
um, while he was on that hospital bed and on the Cincinnati Bengals football field um, was the Paul Brown Stadium. Mm -hmm. So, and to help him fight through this, you know, long road of uh, recovery and this long journey that, quite frankly, not many people can speak on, you know. So um, it's just remarkable to see, you know, the progress that he's able to make and that he's back, you know, home and, and receiving the treatment that he need, you know, to continue to recover, to be the DeMar he once was. Um, and speaking of the game, you know, that was, that was just them angels, man. That was just, <laughs> just them angels. Just, you know, just showing you, man, that man upstairs is real, bro. Like he's real. And, and I, how ironic the numbers i can't remember the numbers but it was like it was three it was three yeah. like three years and something i remember I, I saw throw, that then josh throw for three touchdowns it was just a bunch of threes in that game man so man the good lord is real man and i'm just happy to see that we uh that we still got our brother here with us and able to share this beautiful life of journey that the lord is uh able to provide for us no question every everyone must remember there's always a great day to be alive and with that being said, you got to take advantage of it. Treat every day like it's a game seven. Don't leave a stone unturned and go out and be great. Go out and share your skill set. Guess what, Matt? Everyone, which is what's up? God did. No question. And he will this Sunday in the bank. Yes, Minnesota yes, taking on the, the, uh, the New York Giants first round playoff activity. 430 Eastern kickoff, 330 Central. Make sure you be there. Don't be late and get ready to rock and roll. Skull Nation, Pat P, best of luck to you and your teammates. I know I'll be talking to you, talking to you before the game, but, man, I'm already fired up. Yes, I'm sir, already fired too. up. Too, so make sure you get your rest. For all the fans that will be there live and in person, make sure you get your rest. Travel safe. Have a good time. The Vikings are going to take care of their business, and we'll see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.